Welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Hello, everyone. How you doing, Mike? I'm fine. We picked an interesting time to record. We're not usually doing it. It's usually like Sunday afternoon right now. It's Thursday night. Well, so yeah, there's there's reasons. Um, we can go into them right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, having three of, well, three, all of my wisdom teeth removed. Yes, I don't have four wisdom teeth. I know that's weird. Uh, so I will be sedated or unable to speak. So we had to record this a bit earlier than we usually tend to. We manage. Um, but uh, as the title suggests, this week is called switching things, switching shit up because we're New Yorkers. Got to add the curses in when we can. Got curse for absolutely no reason. Yep, you motherfucker. Uh, not you, Mike. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're changing up how the podcast is going to work. Me and Mike discussed this off air, but I think we're going to move to bi-weekly. Uh, and we're going to release an, a playlist every week so you guys can listen to songs. But we're only going to talk about the songs we care to talk about because you want to hear passion when people talk about songs. Um, I think I'm more enthused. I've kind of wanted to be this way since the beginning. I don't know if I've mentioned yeah. that ever, but um, I didn't know if like once per week was too much from the start. And it was a lot of work having to get notes every week. And I, I did always, I was always a big, uh, I did always push the podcast should be more like casual and you just talk about whatever you want instead of having to go through every song, even though we don't really have anything to say about some of them. Because um, you end up just like forcing stuff. Yeah, this week will be more of a test week um, where we're going to, because like I, I'll be honest with the notes I have on songs. I only talk about the songs I really care about. I have like notes for every song pretty much. I think Mike's the same way, but it's like, if we don't care to talk about them, we'll just like yay or nay them. Maybe we'll rate them like yay, nay, or meh. Like it just move on. Swipe left, swipe right on Tinder, basically. Because to be honest, Siegel, there was what? 700 songs in this playlist. <laughs> we can't go, th- we can do a whole biography in every one. There's bound to be a few duds too along the yeah. way, yeah. where we're just like, eh. And there's a few duds this week, but we'll there's get probably, to that. <laughs> like, it's probably like half duds, half stuff we want to talk about. To be honest, in total. Yeah, and and this this podcast is supposed to be like I recommended a song to Mike because I think he'd like it. So if we have nothing to say on it, maybe we'll just get the other person's opinion of the song. Just be like, I thought it was good. I recommended it for this reason. What did you think? One sentence answer. It's like okay. There's our thoughts. Especially now that we're getting to a point into the year, like, uh, what you call it? Like, there, we've already introduced so many of the artists that I'm going to recommend a bunch. True. So there's, there's not, I'm not going to introduce a bunch of artists every week. Yes. I'm not going to give an intro for Front Bob every time. And like, Kai Dreams is on this week. We're not fucking Kai talking about Kai Dreams <laughs> anymore. I mean, I don't have much to say about that besides but we'll get to it okay well as you, you expect do you have anything to talk about in your life going on in my life nope not really okay uh, 
exciting. It feels, it feels like I'm waiting for something to happen, but I'm just living, enjoying, playing I mean, magic. That's, and... that's what fucking everyone's doing, just living, waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Summer is so close. It feels... Hopefully we can all just live a little this summer. That would be fun. The Roaring be 20s. Bring back the Roaring 20s. That would be pretty awesome. I feel like post-COVID is going to be the Roaring 20s. I mean, I can't wait to just... I, I am not an outdoor person, concerts or anything. I want to go to a concert. I want to go on like a binge of just watching concerts and being with people. There's got to be a big economic boom after this. I'm just everything. Travel. Very out of character for, I think, at least me, probably both of us. <laughs> to be. Oh, uh, like, I mean, yeah. Sure. I'll speak for myself. Very out of character for myself to want to do that stuff. But anyway, let's get right on into it. Oh, also, they're going to be shorter episodes. I don't know if you understood yeah, that. but that's, That was part of the... Yeah. Probably starting the next time. But we're going to take a two-week break, or a one-week break, because it's going to be bi-weekly from now on. Um, but we're going to keep them shorter. This episode explaining everything might be a little long. Longer than a usual episode from now on, but... I also just I'm too conditioned to writing long notes, Siegel. You got me into like every yeah, song I'm, I gotta I sorry, I sorry. It's my all fault. on you, bro. Yeah. No, it's, it's fine. usually my fault. <laughs> I overthink everything. Okay. Getting into this week. The week ten, switching shit up. Uh, good title. Good title. First song right off the fucking bat is a banger, as the kids say. Uh, strange powers. This is one of your best for sure. By the Magnetic Fields from 1994. I was shocked that it was that old because I feel like it could fit in any like pop genre now, even if it came out currently. I think it would still do even better. But Stephen Merritt is the man. His he's I don't even know how to say it. Like he's just so different and quirky. <laughs> I feel like this song is a, is a great showcase of his voice. Oh, it's just. I mean, it's I so say soothing haunting. and powerful. Yeah, I say haunting a lot, but it's like it it's is just, a little haunting. It is haunting. Um, there's nothing like him right now on the market, so I think that's why it's so appealing. Um, He's pop smoke. I don't know what that is. Is that a person? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, really, with the times, I know. Uh, Speaking of not with the times, the opening of the song is like retro sounding almost. It, uh, oh, I'm glad you picked up on that because it does uh, kind of give off an old time vibe. It has like an effect on it, which I think is well, well used. Well, yeah, well used. Um, and then Morgan Freeman comes in and tells you the story. Like, what's not to love? It's like the introduction to any like movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I think everyone can understand that joke. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the strange powers, uh, love is the idea being portrayed here. The strange powers that love it takes over from the protagonist of the song and him being captured in it. Uh, the best lines are the opening, like any good song, I think, from you to me, uh, is on the Ferris wheel looking out on Coney Island under more stars than there are prostitutes in Thailand. I I've listened to the song so much, and every time I hear that lyric, I'm like, I can't believe he just said that. What do you think it says? Because I have a, what I always say when I sing it. What do you say? Because I always knew it was 
I'll do more stars than there are prostitutes in Thailand. I thought he said something about Tutankhamen, like the mummy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I always no no no. No, I always had the right lyrics. No, no, I always thought it was Tutankhamen. So I was By the way, you just did a pretty good impression of his voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything else to say about this song? It's not really. I like the uh, you get a tropical relaxation, like high end vibe from this. I like that. I like that point of view. Yeah, I love. I love that. I love the album art. Oh yeah, kind of like vacation vibes. But yeah, no, I love the song. I love his voice. Like I said, uh, I don't think any other voice would have the song would have been as good. Uh, no. This is one of my favorite of your recommendations in general, I think, and probably my favorite Magnetic Field songs. Oh, wow. Big praise. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I love Strange Powers. Okay. Well, give it a listen, folks. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Endorsement. Want to go to your next song? Uh, 2004, Anthony Amarim. Um, yeah, so you like this song. I fucking love this song. Really? Yeah, like, this is like... Much? It's one of my favorite songs you recommended. That's good. So this is a better week than I gave credit for. Um, yeah, this is like a nostalgia song. Uh, just lament, like, directly like lamenting about not being a kid anymore and um, listing things he misses. And uh, like, I don't, rec- I don't relate with the specific things he mentions, but like, you just you feel it because you also have a specific list of your own things. That you miss that you miss um i don't know why but like 2004 specifically sticks out in my mind as a good year for me too i don't know why was that like our I mean, first year in kindergarten or something? uh yeah so we were six or seven in 2004 which is kindergarten first grade yeah kindergarten first grade second grade all great times a lot of good details like the the line about the markings on the kitchen wall the decrease in confidence you can relate with all that um i like that he mentions that we're all like clueless about growing up um anthony amram noticed our instagram post so <laughs> watching that. great song love you come on the show i mean um, you might you might like this more than oh more than i do i i think i don't know why this song i don't know just... if this is gonna make my top five this is such a nostalgic, like, I'm not usually one to, like, fall into the nostalgia trap in music. I wish I was. But this song, maybe because 2004, like, it's actually a year I was alive, which is the type of music I listen to, doesn't usually relate to. Um, But we were six or seven, so I think he's a little bit older than us uh, in relation. So maybe he has different views of 2004. But, I mean... It's weird because it's universal, but at the same time, he relates it to things that, like, if I showed my dad this, he'd think 2004, by the way, if no one knows. My dad grew up in the 1950s. My dad's a very different generation than us. Um, But he'd think 2004, there was a good stocks that year. Like, but for us, we can actually, like, be like, oh, my God, that's our childhood. Um, And he says something about bands were still touring. We were still too young to, like, care about that kind of stuff yeah I think. that always confused me because i was like i didn't really go to live shows but, when i was but like, in the two i think this guy's around our age i think he's a little bit older because i think you fall more into appreciation of bands touring um 
there was a lot of good bands in 2000s that green day and the, that kind of punk movement um whenever i think of green day it reminds me of you For some reason you're a very green day person i love green day uh but 2004 things that happened in 2004 i just looked it up randomly not much has changed tom brady wins the super bowl in 2004 he won one this year uh the presidential election is going on that happened in 2020 when you recommended the song and the bambino's curse was broken so that was that long ago now oh the red sox won the world series yeah in 2004 so yeah great song i love this song I, i don't even know why i just love it like I do love this song too. I so, don't know, definitely not as much as you, but yeah, I just a simple good song. That's all you need to do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Next song. We, okay, this song. Not much to say on it, but show me the much, way. Oops, sorry. Either. I might have more than you. I actually wrote a few sentences, but uh, show me the way by Peter Frampton, 1975. I mentioned this artist and this song almost to a T like a week or two ago on the podcast. He uh he uses an ability in the song to make the guitar wavy by putting a thing in his mouth while he's playing to make that That's wow, what that wow, is. Wow, 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 wow. I yeah, wrote that. down that that sounded like the singer from Twerk. It, it's it's an effect you do with Yeah, a, I was going to be like whatever mouth. whatever instrument/effect it is, he's probably doing the similar thing. Uh yeah, I mean Twerk just runs it through a computer. This I don't want to say takes talent but uh, i mean i've seen them sing in person it was like wasn't bad okay um i don't know how they process their voice but uh yeah peter frank think of it as like putting your mouth over the mic of your phone and moving your lips to the, like the lyrics of the song that's basically the same effect that like tiktok is trying to push as like an idea but he was doing yeah. it in 1975 with like a tube in his mouth that's the only cool thing about this song. It's a good song. I'm not going to like shit on it. It's just, it doesn't make like a list this week. So I'm like, there's not much else to say on it. I, I really, like, I don't know. You might've brainwashed song. me a little bit. I appreciate the instrumentals on this. It's kind of I, vibey and I would never like this song. Okay. I'm not the biggest I mean, fan, but I think I'm starting to appreciate this kind of stuff a little bit more. Look, that was my goal. Like my goal when we made this list was I want you to like classic rock. So this my second like time glam. through the list, I think it wore me out. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. You like Bowie. You understand his influence. And I, now I, you're I, understanding. I never disliked Bowie. But you're understanding like how like he more now. Yeah. influenced rock as a whole. And this is sure. around the same time, 75. This was like, it, Peter Frampton is more gimmicky than Bowie. Eh, they're both gimmicky, honestly. But uh, yeah. So that's all I have to say on this song. We can move on. Lots of tits money by Knower. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I name. Think, dude, I just bringing up this song to anybody is just like, okay, I have to say the name. Uh, Knower's like a hype, like electronic band. I think they're pretty cool. I always listen to this song when I want to like think about a movie scene because it, I always picture it being in a movie, like a final fight in like a nightclub or something. Um, I recommended a song today that has a similar vibe. The cover of Maniac. I didn't listen to it. Sorry. Yeah. I've been pretty bad this year about listening. I gotta catch up. Ever since the bluegrass cover of Thunderstruck Seagull, I was I've been like, oh, I'll do I even want I'll say Steven it. the Seagulls. <laughs> that was the band name. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um 
a lot of people think the song's about being like a sex worker. But apparently the band says that's not it and it's kind of just face value. They're just saying whatever. Um, they remind me of Carpenter Brute, which is awesome. I recommend it. There's a song I recommended today, Seagull, by them. Uh, they got that punk noir hype electro vibe. The song's fun. It's not amazing. It's I listen to it every now and then. Nowhere. Okay. Everybody look up The Government Knows by Nowhere. I love that you're recommending a different song <laughs> in yeah. place of this. Like, not this one. A different song by them. No, no, um, this one too. But now this is already here. Yeah, my, my single line of notes is drugs. Either I'm high or they are. And you have a wide variety. definitely are. You have a wide variety of songs from 2004 to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I appreciate your variety because I just don't have that ability to like be like this and this as like the same person i'm i'm very set in my ways i try and branch out but i i get stuck in like ruts so i those back to back are very funny uh, yeah no I, I always do that i put two very different songs back to back it was an okay song i don't know i can't even say it's okay no i know this isn't your kind of thing yeah I just feel like I can't not have this playlist without Butts Tits Money being on it. I appreciate the sentiment. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Next oh, song. Everybody go watch the music video for Butts Tits Money. Holy shit. Oh, oh no. We'll link it. Look in the show notes. I gotta write that down. Uh, okay, so the next thing I, I have... I do not have anything about the next song. I, neither do I. The next song we have is How Did You Love Piano Version specifically because there's another ver- version by shine down uh, emotional piano ballad by pop rock band shine down this this song and the song before is like literally the reason we're changing the format is the main note i have because it's just like it's a song i don't think it deserves the time of day now that there's I so many to songs it. that just there aren't anything to say about yeah, yeah. so yay or nay or meh where are you? Uh, I guess I'm meh on this. Okay, so there's your rating, folks. <laughs> Do it that you? as you will. Oh, I'm down, and I love Shine Down. I'm a nah. I feel like nah. I've heard Shine Down songs before that I've liked. Oh, they're a good song. I recommend other Shine Down songs. So yeah, uh, they're a good pop rock band. I mean, there's not nothing special to them. They're kind of stuck in between genres. I think that's their biggest problem for appeal. But moving on. Um, so I have Be Near You, No John. This is one of those uh, lo-fi pop um, aesthetic songs with a little clip from New Girl in the beginning. Um, That's from. Yeah, it took me a bit of research to find out where that was from. I was trying uh, to find it, so. Yeah. I, like, I don't even know for sure. I just saw it in a YouTube comment section somewhere. But um, I don't know. I don't have a lot. It's soothing. This <laughs> sticks out a little bit. This will be on my daily mix one. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll listen to this once. Um, I have it in some playlists, but it's nothing crazy. We've heard a variation of the song a bunch before on this playlist. That's what I was going to say about the song. It's just like SoundCloud. This is the sound of SoundCloud that you've introduced me to. It's nice, but there's not really a lot to say about this. Also, this guy, again, I have to give props to people who just don't exist. (laughs) 
cannot I, I find this. Guy. All these kids are just in their rooms making this music without like recognition. Yeah, I they're guess. just not building a presence for themselves. They're just putting it out. I mean, this guy I looked on Spotify. He has, I think, this is his most popular song, and it only has like twenty-five thousand plays. Awesome, that's amazing. But like, it's just like, yeah, no social media, no nothing. So, Do you have anything about Office? Uh, well, my next song. So we're done with. It. Uh, let's get the yay, meh, or oh. nah, nah. I'm yay on that. I'm not like super excited about it, but. Uh, I actually going to give it a yeah too, just because I appreciate the weird opening and it's super short. So yeah, this is short. This is not going to drag you out. It's two minutes. Not I think it's a minute forty eight or something. It's like not even a song. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the juxtaposition between the the dialogue thing and then it just becomes like a anime opening. It just doesn't work completely. That's uh, that's so much of these songs. Yeah, it's just like that doesn't compute in my head. Everybody wants the anime vibe, and they want the the nice sentiments from shows. <laughs> Some are of which are from anime, also. Um. Yeah. Good for them. Kima Daioki. <laughs> uh, what was the last anime you watched? Uh, Dragon Ball Z, probably. Like the original. <laughs> You're the least weeb person I know. Dude, I loved Dragon Ball Z growing up. Like that was my shit. And then I tried to rewatch it, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but anyway, oh no, One Piece. One Piece is the last one I watched. You watched One Piece? I watched it at some point. It was interesting. I like Luffy. 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 And it gets so many people mad at me. Um, One Piece is crazy. There's like. A thousand episodes of that show, I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, yeah, no, I know that's why I was like, <laughs> I'm not committing, but I'll watch a few episodes. I, I can't believe the amount of work people put in that show. Like, what? No, Yu Gi Oh! was my shit when I was growing up. I've talked to people who said they've watched like 10 years of One Piece in like a two months. No, that's stupid. Go that's outside, <laughs> just shower, like, do something. Okay, yeah. Uh, my next song is Office. So you go last by... week, was it last week where you shit on <laughs> Attack on Titan and now you're shitting on One Piece? Oh, I shit on One Piece. <laughs> I shit on Attack on Titan. Harry Styles can go fuck himself. Uh, Seagull, you're really, you're getting everybody mad. <laughs> Yo, Peter oh, Framp. All... No, uh... One Piece, no, like... I don't have any problem. I watched like the first two episodes. That... Okay, weeb. I don't know. Is that, oh, is that... how dare you. Don't even... I don't know what that means, honestly. It's so, like noob. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. My next song is Office by Space in Quotation. I don't know what happened to this band. They made this album, like this EP, and then they don't exist. Uh -huh. You can't even search for them because all you get is office quotes, like the office yeah. quotes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's probably because quotation is in their name. So it's just like, oh, you must have meant office quotes. So I'm just looking at Michael Scott quotes, like, you miss all the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael <laughs> Scott. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like The office has taken over society crazily. 2005 called. They want their show back. Um, the office is one of the few things I can say I liked before it was cool. I'm not even kidding. I liked the office when I was in like fourth grade. And I didn't even get the humor. My dad just liked it. And I thought it was a cute little vibe. It's like, oh, like this Kevin. is like kind of like a, a mockumentary. It feels like a real world thing for some reason. 
No, Kevin was the best because he was just a doofus, and I'm just I appreciate Kevin that. Kevin is one of the not good characters. His every joke oh. is Kevin is fat or stupid. Yes, <laughs> I relate with that <laughs> so heavily, literally heavily. Um, so yeah, uh, so this band, it's a good song. What's on, what, what's the rating? Yay, meh or nah? Nah. Um, meh. Meh. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much meh too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, if you want a T-shirt that says "Yeah, meh or nah," uh, hit us up on uh, at JM Radio on all social medias. We'll make one T-shirt for you. Um, so print the single T-shirt. <laughs> What's your next song, Mike? Um. Oh, this is fun. Uh, this year by the Mountain Goats. This. What's fun about this week is that we have two songs that we both wanted to recommend. Um, I think you were like literally gonna recommend this song this day. Yeah, I no. So I, first. you recommended this song, and I had found it a few days before that, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna recommend this song, and I went to recommend it, and it went, you can't recommend it. Do you want to recommend a duplicate? And I was like, maybe I already like added it to the list, and I went, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like on the day, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. recommend this song. You had recommended it. It was so weird. But yes, continue. No, yeah, this is the first man. I love this song, and I think it was just too perfect. Like, for you know, we were getting it, we were going into COVID, and uh, like this very encapsulates having a tough um, like he John Darnielle, who's like the main, the front man for Mon Goats, and Mon Goats is kind of like him with like revolving doors of other members around him. Okay, yeah, there was another band we were talking about that's like that, but um. It's a bunch of bands. Yeah. Really good at telling personal stories and uh, in a way that makes you like relatable for everybody else. If that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Like this is a personal song about him, but it's also makes it like, oh, we can relate to it too. It's universal. Yeah. So Mountain Goats are great. This is going to be a lot of them on this playlist. Uh, oh yeah. Get Falcon Eddie on back on for a week when they're prominent. I guess. This is definitely. One of the uh, one of the artists that is recommended the most on this playlist. Yeah, it's cr- actually very sneak up on you. But what I have to say about this song is, this is the perfect anthem for 2020. And honestly, in the chorus, I'm gonna make it through this year if it kills me. When I mean, I had already known this song, so I was gonna recommend it too, and I already loved it when you recommended it. Um, but it's just like it was my mantra at the when the pandemic started. I this made my 2020 list at the end of the Spotify year because I listened to it so much during like March and April. It was that perfect, like just like you said, or you say a lot on this podcast. I want to scream it at a concert. Like I'm gonna make it through this year if it kills me. Monaco's so, have a lot of cool concerts like that. Uh, yeah. the audience gets really into it. I, I can imagine, because they're just like, they, they just feel energetic. You can feel like the power in the guy, the, the band and everything. And you're saying it's a revolving door, but it's still like... I mean, he's usually the only one playing at the concerts. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. It also fits the sentiment, uh, the chappy idea, bringing him up again. Uh, the Colorado, like, this is the perfect start to a road trip. 
I broke free on a Saturday morning. I don't actually have the lyrics in front of me, but it was something like that. Yeah. And put the pedal to the floor. Like it is an inspiring song. Open the windows, blast this as you start. Even if you're just going on errands, like this is just like enthusiastic, like fuck yeah, punk, folk punk, which I have to say you got me into because I did not know it was a genre. And I really enjoy like the folk punk scene that you've introduced me to. And that song's from 2005, which again, that timeless. Really it doesn't feel it does like it's me feel old for some reason. I'm just surprised that it's that old. It seems like a newer release. I don't know why. It just it could fit now if they released it now, obviously. Pandemic. Yeah. Um but yeah. Relatable, universal messaging. And if you like the mountain goats, don't worry. A lot of mountain goats coming up. You like wrestling in the mountain goats? There's a fucking album for you. I can't believe that I love that that album exists. That's great. Um Chavo Guerrero. Coming off the top that rope. That song's so good. Yes. Uh, but anyway, moving on to a one-hit wonder band on this playlist. Uh, Dear Winter by AJR. I remember you really liked this song. I actually do. And I don't yeah. like AJR. I really? Like this song, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can... I understand why you wouldn't like them. They're very poppy. Like, there's not... Like, they're very upbeat pop, which doesn't seem like your aesthetic. <laughs> Um, but they've been around since 2005, which shocked the hell out of me. But they're just like, they've been producing good pop for like almost a decade at this point. Uh, I don't know if you know their first song, I'm Ready. That's just the sampling of SpongeBob. I'm oh, ready. I'm oh ready. yeah, yeah I've heard that's that. them. That's how they became big was that song. But this is like a more personal take with just like the artist. I don't know the lead singer's name. I apologize. But stripped down guitar solo. Uh, instead of like the polyphonic sound with lots of different harmonies and horns usually. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know what polyphonic means, it means harmonies uh, on top of each other and complicated music structure. But anyway, the most important part of Dear Winter, Mike, would you name your kid Winter? Like, no, but at the same time, I think Winter is a pretty dope name. I there are a lot of names I would pick first before Winter. Winter's cool, but I'm, I wouldn't name my kid Winter. How about you? Uh, I don't know. It's like it's interesting because I guess if they're born in winter, like I, I don't know. It's just a weird name. It's like a celebrity name, basically. Like Apple. I think Winter's a cool name. I think it, Winter was a cooler last name or Winters. I like that. Well, Winters. That is a last name of a band. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this this song's about his sentiment to his unborn kid that he wants to name Winter. I mean, if you have a kid now, you have a song to give to them and say, this, this is the inspiration to your name. So you have a name thing to point to. Um, but yeah, I think would fall be a good name? Autumn's a real name. No. So. Autumn's actual name. Summer's a name. Spring? Uh, nope. Why not? Spring's interesting. <laughs> you name your kid Spring? Spring Seagull. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be a good idea for them. <laughs> uh, they would be fucked, but my life wouldn't change. Um, 
SS. Cool. A lot of a lot of months that would work as names. Whatever. Whatever. Um Point made. What is your next song, Mike? Um next I have the beloved Peace by Kai Dreams and Ray Ray. He's back. Uh, of course. You thought you escaped him, but you can never escape Kai Dreams. The day I moved out of school. And I remember listening yeah. to it in the car outside of GameStop when I was picking up Animal Crossing on launch day. <laughs> the, the day I time. bought Animal Crossing and the day I moved out of school for good. Um, I kind of I thought it radiated a feeling we all kind of needed at the time. Like the overall feeling of peace and like a certain brightness of hope. And of course, obviously mixed with nostalgia because it's Kai Dreams. And it was the nicest, most hopeful thing I could offer at the time. So my college experience is going to cut short. I think Animal Crossing in a different way helps uh, it's a similar offering. Animal Crossing definitely helped us with that time. Animal Crossing saved like the first few months of quarantine for me and Arch because we would just sit and like talk over the phone and just fuck around catching fish on Animal Crossing. And it was like, I mean, for me at least, it was like we were like 10 again. I do love this song. Yeah, I just do. Sorry. Kai Dreams is the medicine. And he has a song I, called Medicine. Can I ruin this for you? <laughs> no. Uh, it just The only thing I have to say about the song, it sounds like a Justin Bieber impersonator singing. Uh, okay. Oh, it, the, not Kai Dreams, the other person, right? Yeah, the Ray Ray guy. He ruins it because it just sounds like it sounds oh, like he wants to be Justin that. Bieber. Like the new age Justin Bieber. Not the like baby. Not that one. The new one where he's like, I'm so cool, swag. It's like, you're not. Shut up. Mm. Anyway, keeping the oh, audience Justin. entertained, the yawns. <laughs> this is okay. another way. The next song, freaking, this song this week is crazy because I was about to recommend this and you recommended it. Okay, so that's weird. Okay, so the next song is In the Aeroplane, spelled weird. I guess the British version. I don't know. A E R O plane. Over yeah. the sea, in the air, air, aeroplane over the sea, neutral milk hotel, 1998. This song I listened to and went, yeah, this would be a good Mike song. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't like into it again, like Rick, the Ricky Montgomery song. I wasn't like thrilled by it, but I'm like, I think Mike will like this song. So that's why I recommended it originally. Um, but this is definitely a you pick, if anything. Um, I don't know how much research you did on this, but. Uh, this song is like cult following like this band like maybe like similar to Tally Hall it's just like it has like this following a, that's like yeah, this, this album really more uh, more specifically Jeff Magnum <laughs> sounds like a Michael Scott made up name has a huge cult following and he lives like a recluse now or like or like Stephen Merritt where he's just like not on social media and he's like he just like pops up and plays concerts I love and how that's our definition of a recluse I mean, Stephen Merritt is very recluse. Like, he doesn't exist other than to play the songs and then, like, back away, which yeah. I think is the best way to live in, like, the world. <laughs> like, it's similar to a guy we'll later talk about, Alex Murdoch, who just doesn't exist on social media. Oh, you love that song, yeah. I love that man. We'll get to him. Wait, Mike did Lincoln I introduce later. you to the man? Yes, and he's oh, amazing. Wow. Um, Top five on 2020 playlist. Uh, uh, But, yeah. He, he has Jeff Magnum has this amazing status as the band leader. Uh, 
it's just so weird. Like this song is like about it's like a 20 year old writing about death. That's yeah. when he wrote it when he was in his 20s. Um, and like Anne Frank is like the connecting tissue between all the songs of the album, and it's about death and it's like what the fuck <laughs> and this was the last album they released and then they broke up and no one knows why it's like it's a whole like conspiracy theory around this band i started watching youtube videos i'll link some videos down below if you want to get into them and how Anne frank connects all the songs she's even mentioned in this song by name but cementing the idea of death is like the point of this song and i the final lines of the song is really where it like hits me at least where it says, and when we meet on a cloud, I'll be laughing out loud. I'll be laughing with everyone. I see can't believe how strange it is to be anything at all. Just like, I like that line always catching me off guard. Yeah. One, because it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> That's yeah. the, one of the things, but two, it's just like, it makes you think, bro. This, is, this makes... song is very like freshman philosophy. Like, edgy college kid yeah this is this is the definition of like 90s rock and it's like simple nirvana almost because this is almost post nirvana at this point it is post nirvana at this point 98 but yeah this is college rock where it's like i understand why people loved it and i can tell why people love it on college campuses uh yeah because it's like makes you think about death and destruction man it's just like cool how high uh, are you um, yeah. but yes but you like this song what i do um i think i wore it out for myself a little bit okay so where would you stand on it now like what way in the i think it's system? good i think it's yay but i don't think i'm not like I wouldn't listen to it leisurely for the most part. I mean, to dive into the lyrics, like, which I love to do, this song really just is depressing. Very. Um, and he wrote it just like he had an inspiration and he just wrote it in one, like, sitting. He just played it live and, like, recorded it and was like, this is the song. And it's, like, the most popular song. I wish I had that ability <laughs> to just be like, I have a song and now it's going to be one of the most popular songs I've ever written. I'm just yeah, jealous. Bro. Jealous Jeff Magnum. That's your real name, I think it is. Um but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I it's an it's a good song. Uh it's deep, man. Um double guitar tracking's cool too. Keeps you really involved and focused on the singer. Uh I could explain that, but I can tell Mike is fading. So let's go to the next song. Oh, you can explain it. Uh, so like double track guitar it's like so how you track a guitar on your headset if you're listening i guess is the best example is like it plays in both uh headsets evenly and then you could sort of like you almost hear the singer technically in the center of your head so it like you had to listen on headphones or in a car cool. no, fully I appreciate it. it i think i have i've experienced that before i mean if you think about it if you ever think about listening to music it's really interesting how every choice that's made in modern music and like starting the seventies when they could actually pick where the instruments go in your headset, you can hear like the drums are usually at the back of your head. The singers usually at the front of your head and the, the harmonies are usually in both ears separately. 
fighting against one another or playing with one another. But that's music theory, I guess. We don't have to get into that. Uh, if you want an episode on that, I'll do an episode on that. Um, let me know. You can have Falcon Duty on for that for sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, Um, your next song. So, Do Your Best by John Mouse, right? Yep. I don't have a lot about this. Um, I think it's the perfect night drive song, especially in a city. John Mouse has a very uh, eerie, haunting voice in a similar way that Stephen Merritt does. Um, He's somewhere in between Stephen Merritt and, like, Leonard Cohen. Um, That's all I really have to say. It fits the the Miami, uh, that game you like. Hotline Miami? Yeah. I don't know. I see see more uh, Butts Tits Money, Hotline (laughs) Miami. Just laugh whenever you hear that name. It's just so stupid. (laughs) This, I imagine, like New York City. Okay. Like really late at night. Yeah. More noir than. Yeah, this is a little noir. Also, I feel like it's modern hipstery night. Definitely give you some nighttime Hotline Miami songs, though. (laughs) Okay, I'm all for it. Uh, The Butt Tits Money song always makes me think of that song you showed me. F U C K. Yeah, that one. Unicorn Charlie love Kilo. I love that fucking song. song. Fun fact Do you not know that they were spelling out fuck the whole time until I Well, I you. thought he was saying Foxtrot Unicorn Charlie Vader. What does that mean? I didn't know it spelled anything out. I thought he was just saying words. No, it spelled out fuck. Bloodhound um, Gang is a novelty. They also Isn't that the one where it's like. Let's do it like they did on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, that also th- that that's on this playlist. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, because you, I guess you know it before. Oh, okay. I think I did, but okay. Uh, we didn't <laughs> say anything about it. Too late. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I just missed it. Um, heartbeats. Oh, my next song. I like that song. It was a good song. Really? Wait, I thought you liked John Mouse. I I actually do. The more I listen to it, I really enjoy it. John Mouse. I am yay on John Mouse. Cool. I, he doesn't he doesn't make my top five, but I think it's a really interesting listen. I like anything different like that, so I appreciate that. Um, my next song is Heartbeats. My final song is Heartbeats by Jose Gonzalez, 2006. Oh, I love Jose Gonzalez. Damn. He's... Walter Mitty, baby. Dude, Jose Gonzalez is such an inspiring artist. Do you know more about it? I didn't write anything about it. I don't, it, I don't mean it. as an artist. Just all of his music makes you like happy. Oh, all of his music just makes me daydream. I mean, maybe yeah, that's exactly. Just, it's because the Walter, Walter Mitty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why probably I daydream, but it's like if you haven't seen Walter Mitty, go see Walter Mitty. The Secret Life of Walter And I love that movie, too. I think it's very good. It has arguably one of the best soundtracks of any movie. Um, and Jose Gonzalez. The Fire song we both really like. That's not actually on the album for some reason. It's just in the trailer, right? Yeah. I don't know yeah. why, because that's one of the best songs on it. Wake Up by Arcade Fire. That song was also uh, in the trailer for Where the Wild Things Are. Which is a weird fucking movie. Um, the movie is a trip. It's pretty good. Yeah. But if you like this song, you'll love Walter Mitty. Uh, Jose Gonzalez wrote some songs just for Walter Mitty, and he actually composed other songs for it. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, it's a trip. It's just like easy listening, daydream music. <laughs> like what Mike would say, like some of his SoundCloud things, like he could close his eyes and just relax to that. This is the music I would do that too. Or I'd just be like, yeah. 
I can just sit down and be like, but that, that private singer like concert that I mentioned, like for Francis Quin Quinlan, she gets so much free press. I can't pronounce her name, but I can't believe you liked Francis Quinlan. I, I just I can't pronounce her name, and every time it pops into my head, I'm like, I shouldn't say it because I'll just butcher how to say it's, it. But it's pretty simple. It's just Quinlan. Qu Quinlan. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't do it. Uh, but perfect song for reflecting on like a day, hard day. Put the song on, heartbeats. That's my pitch. I'm guessing you're a yay because yeah, I'm a yay okay. on heartbeats for sure. Okay. Well, and go watch Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Final song. Final song, Iron Lung by Black Marble. Um, I wish I researched the band Black Marble, but it's not a big deal because we're doing short and... Uh, and they're on next week too, so... Yeah, they're they're uh, they're back a few times, I think. Um, but this is more like good background music. I, I know Seagull didn't like them, but it's, it's a good for like driving around the city, like rainy day, I feel like. It reminds me of Young Again by Gents, which I liked a lot. Yeah, I like that. Um, makes me think of that Royce Cop song. Does it remind me? Oh, the Geico commercial? Yeah. Yeah, that song is actually really good. It is. I really like that song yeah. since you mentioned it. Um, I don't know. That that aesthetic is like only the feeling I feel, and I don't think I can recommend it to people. I can like describe it to people. Oh, go ahead. Like, try. We can no, cut like it industrial, like it. dull, drab city feeling background music. I could recommend some bands like that from like, the 70s. Like the Royce Cop song and Young Again. Okay. That's all I, I like Iron Lung, but it, and I like Black Marble a lot. They're soothing in a weird way. It's good background music and like a very specific vibe. Nighttime, dark. Like Dusk. Yeah, I I appreciate the singer and I really appreciate the bass line. I feel like bass lines don't get used enough in rock music. I mean, they're huge in like hip hop and that, but a really good bass line to open a song is cool and different. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. I just can't get into this band or this yeah, song. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'll I, I've you, Black Marble. I recommended so many times, and you tell tell me and like them. Yeah, so I have a problem tell with me. telling things. <laughs> I don't like you. Don't have a problem with telling me you don't like my music. You just don't do it for some reason. Like you, you'll be blunt. I'm blunt, but I'm like only in certain times, like exactly. when I'm recording the podcast. Yeah. So uh, there you go. That's our list. Okay. Okay. Top fives. We I'll went through this first. pretty good. I, I like how this went. I like this yeah. more than. And, but the bi-weekly. Well, we'll see what happens. But right now yeah. it's bi-weekly. We might go back uh, to weekly. We'll see. we'll see how it works. Yeah. I'll, right now. It, um, and I think when we do the bi-weekly thing, we'll do it more. We'll just talk about the songs we want to talk about because we're going to have 30 songs almost because we need right. two weeks of music. So we'll only focus on the songs we want to talk about. And maybe we'll discuss off air uh, to kind of figure that you out. Do top five anyway, first, yours? I will do my top five. Starting at number five, Dear Winter by AJR. Four is In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Three is this year, two is two thousand four, one is Strange Powers by the cool. Magnetic Fields. We have a lot of similar stuff in our top fives this week. Interesting. This, yeah, um, mine is at five at Heartbeats, at four I have two thousand four, at three I have this year, 
At two, I have, which is the winner, I think, Strange Powers. Yep. Which, honestly, might be my number one any other mood I was in if I was making the playlist. Um, probably, if I were to rank all the songs, I would put it higher than my number one, which is Peace. Kai Dreams in this Always. week? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. How could we dethrone Kai Dreams? <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't. He Stephen Merritt beat him this week. Strange Powers won. Yeah, but just on which is I, this, that's how I would want it. I would want Stephen Merritt to win this week, to be honest. Uh, Stephen Merritt should win every week he's on, but yeah, just because he's great. Uh, I wish I wish we could reach out to him, but he's not on any social media. Um, so I don't, we have we'll have to write him a letter to get him to respond. You can probably find like a manager. Dear Mister Merritt, we <laughs> run a podcast. That is a thing on the internet. Okay. Anyway. Do you want to wear blue? No, only brown. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, he's great. I love him. Anyway, thanks for listening to every. Thanks for listening to everyone. Thanks for listening, to everyone. Uh, this week, we've switched shit up, as we've said. Much shorter episode, um, and it's going to be even different. Uh, so the next week's next week will release week eleven. And social media so make sure to follow us at jam radio pod on all social media to keep up to date with our music uh playlist we're going to release playlist every week still but we're going to do bi-weekly podcasts to discuss the music so to find to figure out the playlist and everything follow our social media at jam radio pod make sure to like subscribe follow rate share share this podcast Share it with one person. One person. Tell it to the person you know music. They love music. That's your homework. That's your homework. Just like we have to do our homework, you have to do your homework. If you want to keep this. I do. Ugh. I got a paper due. Anyway, thanks for listening again, everyone. And Mike. Oh, rate us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts because our mom said we deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, what? How did the uh I actually listened to that part of the podcast last week. Did the the sign off line up? I mean, I don't edit it because I I always find it funny that it it's like 1 second off. Okay. I could edit it to make it fit, but it's always no, funny we, when it's just like a second. Off. Let's try it again. So, okay, do the countdown, Mike. 3 2 1 You, you got, got some listening, listening to, do. to do. That's the best I've heard it actually. Okay, see to One me that was off. So I don't know really? what it's going to sound like. Yeah, okay. to me, we were completely off. But anyway, peace. Everybody, have a nice night or day at work. I don't know. Bye-bye, Gabe Bowser. Bye.